The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We are so thankful. I mean, so thankful that you're joining us today. You know, eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And for 17 years now, Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country and helped families after natural disasters for free. About $80 million of work. 9,000 homes rebuilt from from coast to coast. And and we do it because we love Jesus and we want to show a glimpse of Jesus by using our gifts to serve people. You know, this past year, we were in Kentucky, Louisiana, New York, Iowa, Texas. We've been all over the country the last 17 years. And today, you're going to hear more about this ministry called Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber. Uh, I'm one of the leaders of Eight Days of Hope. There's about 200 of us, mainly volunteers, a small staff uh, staff amount of, of leaders. But today, also hanging out with my dear friend, Mr. Mike Fiella. Mike, welcome back to Hope Reigns. Good morning, and it's still fresh in my mind. Happy New Year. Yes. Uh, we, we can say that all month, right? Yeah. January is a happy, yeah, okay. we can. Happy New Year. You still st- sticking with your, your plan? And we're 21 days in, and I know you have these great big plans of a new year. No, that's right. You don't do resolutions. You do hopes. Goals. Goals. Okay, Goals. same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you just said I'm it right. I can lose three pounds. <laughs> I'm hoping I can do this goal. <laughs> oh, man. It's amazing. I love, oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so last week, Mike, we were talking to Matt Schlegel. We just la- we are launching a brand new arm in the ministry. And so, yes, we tarp roofs and do chainsaw work, and we got out homes right after disaster. And then we come six, nine, 12 months later, like last year, we went to Laplace, Louisiana, and Lake Charles, Louisiana. And those two weeks, Mike, literally, in two mm-hmm. eight-day periods, 250 families had their homes rebuilt for free. Oh, my goodness. Because mm. of 2,600 volunteers. Mm-hmm. It's free to come with us. We provide food and lodging. But, Mike, last week we talked about the newest arm. We're launching a brand-new mass feeding arm, and that was a really unique conversation. Here's a gentleman who was in the Army for 20 years making food in the Army, and now Matt Schlegel lives in Tupelo, Mississippi, as we launch this new arm. I'm really excited for that new arm. It's gonna. It, it's It's a complete circle. We're meeting the needs of people from A to Z. I mean, and that's what Jesus would do. We're feeding them now. We're doing their laundry. Um, we're rebuilding their homes. And in the midst of it, how many times do the volunteers say, let's stop and pray? Mm. And we're meeting spiritual needs too. So uh, haven't we attached a word and it's it's out there now, revival. Ooh. <laughs> and, and so much around the country and the world has got our attention these days. I know last week we talked a little bit. It's been now, what, two and a half weeks, the Buffalo Bills player, Tamar Hamlin, who really captivated America and the world and, you know, the word God and prayers was being mentioned on, you know, secular TV and radio and, yeah. and, and you know, broadcasters praying in the middle of a broadcast and sure. uh, just God using a very tough situation and turning a mess uh, into a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, his him being exalted, meaning our Father in heaven. And so, so much going on. Mike, during disasters, though, people are feeling hopeless, like they have nowhere right. to turn. That's right. And then a stranger shows up, <laughs> and they become lifelong friends. I'm telling you. And you were there. You know, I think about your your time that you and Doris went down to Panama City after Hurricane Michael. 
I mean, you, you, you know, you're not an expert. You don't operate a chainsaw, you know, weekly or monthly. Right. Last time I checked, Doris doesn't, you know, she hasn't gutted out many homes in her life. <laughs> but God used you and Doris That's and right. used thousands of volunteers, not only to help hundreds of families rebuild their homes and, and restart this journey, but you got to pray and yeah. you got to have people like put their head on your shoulder and, and, and right. cry and, and, and so many amazing things and, happen and, when and you say yes. And to this day, Steve, we just it it just burns a, a beautiful picture in our hearts. I was going through some photos on my phone the other day that uh, of Panama City, and you know my wife walked. We walked on the grounds of this couple mm. that had pretty much lost everything, yes. and she just the lady came just almost ran to my wife, stood in front of her, started talking, and two minutes into the not even. Now, you know, just a few minutes into the conversation, just started crying. And my wife just wrapped her arms around her. And now both of them are teared up and crying and type of thing. And so it's just, that's it, just being there. Somebody showed up. I remember talking to that same uh, gentleman, and he began going down the path. And I understand why. Why would this happen? And, and you can't give any great answers, but right. you can say, hey, we're, we're here. You know, we don't understand all why sometimes, but we do know there's a God that's going to help. And that's why we're here. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful circle of, you know, sharing Jesus. You know, in 17 and a half years, Mike, uh, almost 9,000 homes have been rebuilt around the country for free by volunteers, some skilled who are professional. Maybe they were an electrician, a painter. They, they do flooring for a living. Uh, a plumber, and and then some being done by less skilled people. Maybe someone who's a little bit handy. Uh, you know, maybe they can carry the drywall, carry the shingles, so the professional, the more skilled person can do it. Right. But even last week, talking to Matt, I mean, there's people working in the kitchen making food. There's people doing laundry for the volunteers. There's people doing delivery of products. There's people working at our admin administration type jobs. There's people that work in the check-in desk that fold T-shirts and clean the facilities that we're at. So don't let the enemy tell you that you have nothing to contribute because the enemy tries to trick us, Mike. Mm, mm. He does, yes, doesn't he? Does. He? Yeah, absolutely. But when you step out in faith, something happens. Mm. Mike, how many times have you heard, as a leader of Eight Days Hope, a volunteer comes to you on day five, six, seven, eight during an eight day trip or on a rapid response trip where we could be for two weeks after a disaster? And they say, you know what? I came here thinking I was going to change the world. But I have been changed. <laughs> That's absolutely what God has intended. And, you know, I got a little a buzz phrase here that, you know, just popped into my mind. I'm going to use it quite a bit. Because you said go and then volunteer because your life will be changed. I'm saying this. Here's the phrase. Say yes, you'll be blessed. Say yes, oh, you'll I, be blessed. I like that. Anyway, I just popped my mind. No, but, I like that. But, but you're absolutely right. Um, you go there thinking you are going to change the world and your world gets changed. And that, that will just spread out to when you get back home, to your family, to your church, to your friends, to your community, to your jobs. That's, that's what God intends to do. One of the challenges that we and other ministries have had the last couple of years is, you know, everyone knows there's been a pandemic, right? Right. COVID. Mm -hmm. And it really changed the way that churches, and I understand why, I respect why, but has really changed the mindset of churches. And one of my concerns, Mike, for me, you know, we are the church. You and I, it isn't the church I attend. Yeah, I attend a church. You attend a local church. But churches can't get comfortable and sitting on the sidelines. And I get That's it. That's right. Come on. You know, some people, for health reasons, you're, you're not comfortable. No problem. But there's some of us who've been on mission trips but haven't been on a mission trip the last three years um, for, you know, for, for a good reason. 
But this is the time now, church, mm-hmm. that we get off the sidelines. You know, the word I keep going to is go. God's word clearly tells us to go. Mm. Now, yes, some of us are to go and tell others. Eight Days of Hope, to me, is we go and we show others by using our gifts. So do you know how to do laundry? Do you know how to make food? Maybe you know how to uh, wire an outlet. Maybe you know how to paint. Maybe you love working in the garden. You could do some landscaping. Well, guess what? There's a spot for you at Eight Days of Hope. This is a perfect time to take your family on a missions trip in 2023. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Sign up for our email alerts. It's simple. You go there for the first time, it's going to ask you for your email address. Now, Mike, I always make this promise. Mm -hmm. We will not blow up your email. Okay. I promise you. Okay. We promise you. But how come mine's being... No, no. I'm kidding. No, you're right. You're but, right. But we do. We will invite you to go whenever God opens the door. So That's last right. year, you had, been, you had been invited to go to Kentucky, Mayfield, Kentucky, because of the tornado in eastern Kentucky for the floods. You've been invited to go to uh, Florida, right? Hurricane uh, Ian. You had been invited to go to Louisiana with Hurricane Ida. Maybe I flipped those. I don't know. Um, you had been invited to go build a safe house for children rescued from trafficking, in Tennessee, and elsewhere. But it all starts with you saying yes. So just go to 8daysofhope.com today and sign up for our email alerts. We don't charge you to come travel with us. Some ministries do, and I respect that's their their way of doing it. But when you come and serve with us, it's free. We provide food and lodging. We'll give you a couple great T-shirts. We start and end every day with worship and devotion and you're going to make some lifelong friends. You're going to become a part of the Eight Days of Hope family. Now, Steve, as you're saying that, I want to just say to the families, bring your children, bring your families out. Uh, when we were in Lake Charles recently, and I was working on some of the sound equipment, and I'm watching this family, and there's even two and three five-year-olds cleaning tables. Yes. And the, the one little guy was so excited, he actually lifted a chair and put it up on top of the table. And he turned around looking like, see what I can do, so they can get underneath there and, and mm. sweep underneath the table. And it was such a family ministry experience that those children will will never forget and mom and dad were just all they were all working together so bring your families out so on our rebuild trips and those are eight days long you can come for as little as three days and we will announce our trips in 2023 sometime in the next two months where we're going of course um you know still looking at florida love to go back down to the fort myers area help out families rebuild after the hurricane down there now on those trips you can bring kids of any ages our rapid response trips it's an active disaster site so we have made recently a brand new age change for our rapid response events so on our outreaches where there's rapid response in other words there's a tornado and we're there two days later there's a flood and where they're there the next day or three days later. You can bring children who are above the age of 16. So we have opened up the door. So maybe you have a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old. You can bring your 16-year-old. Uh, your 16-year-old can come. Now, if they don't come with their legal guardian or parent, they'll have to bring a parental consent form. But that's the first time we've ever done that, Mike, in 17 years. Yeah, and it was 18. It, it was 18. Okay. And, and one of the reasons why, Mike, is we, we have met some teenagers who, have, who are the hardest workers, mm-hmm. and they're gifted. Okay. And, and we want to give them a chance to use their gifts to start 
watching them grow as volunteers and maybe even potential volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope. So that just changed this month. So, um, yeah, that's the big announcement today. So if you're okay. 16, 17 years old and you want to go on a disaster trip with Eight Days of Hope because of a tornado, hurricane, a snowstorm, sign up for our email alerts, and uh, we would love to have you come join us. But you need to be with a parent or you need to— A legal guardian. A legal guardian. Or, a per- or with sure. a parental consent form. Okay, Yeah. great. But um, also our mass feeding arm, we talked about that. Our safe houses, we have a, a very large safe house project will be kicking off in April called Safe Harbor. Safe Harbor is going to be based in Ohio. This will be the largest facility in the Northeast for children who've been rescued from mm. trafficking. The largest. Now, give us some facts yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, we, we got to do this, Mike. We don't do this often. <laughs> the average age of a child who's trafficked is about 12 and a half years old. Mm. Now, if you're driving in the car and you're driving down the roads in Texas or in Wisconsin, don't turn the channel. We're not going to cross any lines if you got kids in the back seat. But an average age of a child that's trafficked in America is 12 and a half. Mm. Mike, do you know that 17% of the kids trafficked are trafficked by a family member? No. Well, I 17%. know why we said that, but I, I, I'm saying, no, I can't wrap my head around that. It's hard. People think kids that are trafficked are runaways. And yes, that happens. You know, foster kids and they just they can't handle the situation and they bolt. Uh, but sometimes... Kids are tricked and they're groomed, and it happens through this smartphone that I'm looking at right now. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to have our Safe House Ministry Director, Hannah Fletcher, on with us, and we're going to be sharing with you some apps that should not be on your children or grandchildren's phones. And if you can't wait that long, email us today at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com and say, hey, send us that list of apps that we should be aware of. There's apps, Mike, there's an app out there that looks like a calculator. But when you hit the calculator, it's not a calculator app. It's an app that kids can share videos with strangers. Mm. And they get duped, and they get tricked, Mm. and then they can get blackmailed. There's so much that goes on with that. And again, that will come up uh, in a couple weeks. We'll have Hannah on. But again, if you want to know that list of apps, um, email us. But here's why Safe Harbor is needed, Mike. So someone gets trafficked, and oh my gosh. I mean, I have five kids. You have, you know, a, a child with like 29 grandkids, it seems like. But, <laughs> Mike, someone gets trafficked, they're rescued, and now they need to get emotional, physical, and spiritual help. That's right. And we as parents, we're not equipped to do that. Mm. And what great thing about Safe Harbors, children who've been rescued, they're going to be able to go there and for free. They're not going to be charged a penny. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to stay there for up to two years and get the emotional, oh physical, spiritual. They're going to get to go to school. Uh, there's going to be an equine facility. So, you know, when you've gone through trauma, animals play a big part in your healing. And, Mike, we're doing that. It's a six-month project, and we need volunteers over a six-month period uh, to travel this to Ohio. And what about donations for this, too? That's going to be a huge, huge number. You know, we have partners and they cover our fixed costs. So if you know anything about business, you know, we have a small staff. We have a couple facilities in Mississippi, New York, and Iowa. We have $3 million of equipment. Everything's paid for, no debt. And so our partners cover our fixed costs. But yes, if you're interested in supporting what we're doing in this arm of the ministry, you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. You can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 
T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our website and our Facebook page as well. Those dollars, though, will be spent 100% pass-through, not mm-hmm. only to support our efforts, but also to support the efforts of Safe Harbor mm-hmm. because it's an amazing project. Mike, each cottage will house four girls who've been rescued, okay. and each cottage has a room for a house mom okay. that will be there to mentor, counsel, and to be there when there's conflict and challenges and, and at two in the morning when somebody wakes up screaming mm. because they're having a nightmare and they have no one to lean on. And it's all going to be done in Jesus' name. And, and again, how many total will this take care of? So this facility uh, will have a total of eight cottages. So that will be roughly 32 teenagers. Okay. It will be the wow. largest facility in the Northeast. Amazing. Mm. It's a beautiful facility. And we're going to lead it from start to finish. Aren't you excited? It. Aren't you? Ex- oh. you I mean, you just got to be. I look at you and uh, know a bit. Of, you know, we've been friends for years. I know your dad, and you think about you know when it started in Katrina. That now you go, you fast forward to all the different aspects of the ministry. God has blessed and blessed and blessed. So, just so thankful to God. So thankful for you know, yours and the, and the board of directors and the volunteers and the, the hundred and well, almost close to over two hundred now yeah. leaders that are just stepping up and getting these jobs done. One of the reasons we can do all this, Mike, is we have missionaries that travel the country with us. They don't get paid. We, you know, we, we, we help raise some money by selling some merch, and we do a golf outing and some other unique things. But they pretty much raise their own support. And this year, uh, we've added some new missionaries, and two of them will be with us today. We're going to be talking to Irene and Charlie Casey. Uh, they're brand new missionaries with Eight Days Hope. They started January 1st. So here we are three weeks into the year, and they're already getting ready to travel with us to Tupelo and to Ohio and elsewhere, wherever God opens the door. But we're going to learn a little bit more about our missionary program, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about how you, the listener, maybe God's been tugging your heart to do missions, and maybe it's even deeper than that. And you've been looking for a way to serve and to join up with the ministry. Well, today you're going to learn a little bit more about that opportunity with Eight Days of Hope. And and you you know yeah. a lot of the missionaries. Oh yes. You know you I mean you, you know uh, you know the jars and 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 uh, mm-hmm. and you just you know the Robin and and and, and you know Brian. Uh, my Brian gosh. Driggett, oh, um, Brian Dreggets. Oh Brian Dreggets. I and, yeah I always messed it. Yeah, up, but I love them. <laughs> so many though have served the country with us. You know I think about Alan and Tina Haley. Mm. Uh, you know I think about the McQueens, Bruce and Lisa McQueen. And I'm leaving people out. But yeah, Harold and uh, Harold know, Dawson. Oh yeah, my gosh! Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, just amazing. So, so many people have been doing this, and we couldn't do it without them. So, when we come back from break here in a minute, we're going to be talking to them, Irene, Irene, and Charlie Casey. Excited for that. I'm looking forward to it. I, I just to hear their story. I'm not yeah. real familiar with it, but sure. I'm going to be soon. <laughs> you're going to you're going to be an expert. <laughs> All right. Hey, want to thank some of our national partners like Destiny Worship Center down in Florida. They have multiple campuses in Panama City, uh, in Pensacola. want to thank Pastor Steve Agalis and the team there. And also the chapel in Western New York, Pastor Jerry Gillis, uh, the staff there, uh, Michael Ramos, John Camardo and all them for uh, for partnering with 8 Days Hope. And then the William C. Schumacher Family Foundation in Louisiana. Love Dr. Kip. Uh, actually, our training facility, Mike, in Tupelo, which is going to be used this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. We are going to be training. I think 35, 40 people are coming in to train. I'm headed down to Tupelo this week, and they'll be trained at the William C. Schumacher Family Foundation. So thank you to some of those national partners. Awesome. You're going down when? I'm going I'm going down in a couple days. <laughs> a couple of days. I'm traveling again, Mike. You know, it's time to get on an airplane again. 
I'll tell you, you and airplanes are like this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it seems that way, right? It's, uh, now, I'll tell you a real funny story. Maybe not funny. I know we got to go to break, but I was traveling last week, and two pastors who I know very well was on the same flight. And this flight, now I have over 2 million miles with Delta oh my. from my corporate days. And so mm-hmm. I get upgraded still a lot. So I bought a cheap ticket. I promise you, Mike, it was mm-hmm. the cheapest ticket possible, <laughs> but I got upgraded. So now I see these guys coming on this flight. Mm-hmm. So I like have to make a beeline to them and say, hey, Dirt, I just want you guys to know, first of all, you know, the pleasantries. Hey, how sure. are you? Great yeah. scene. Oh, where are you yeah, going? Yeah. Where are you going? They're going on a mission trip. I say, guys, I just want to be candid about something. <laughs> I'm going to be boarding first, but I want to let you know, I didn't buy a first. I'm in the ministry. <laughs> I understand. You got to say and, that. Oh, my gosh. I had to. Yeah, absolutely. And then I felt like I had to offer one to see, but there was two of them, so I didn't have to offer because you can't offer just one. <laughs> sure. Anyways. But. <laughs> but I understand you want to say that because it's going to be your yeah, right. first class. Yeah, and all. What's, what's with him? That? That's yeah. what the ministry money is so, going to. <laughs> so if you ever see me on an airplane, I'm in first class seat. I did not buy that ticket. I promise you. Uh, we're, we're held to standards. ECFA, Evangelical Christian Financial Accreditation. We have an independent audit every year, and we have some standards that we have to hold to, mm. and, and and we do. I promise you. But anyways, yes, we do. I don't even know why I went down that path. But well, I that's good. Okay. I like it. It's off my chest. It's a good path. And I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Anyways. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to Irene and Charlie Casey. They're new missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. I've got a friend Closer than a brother There is no judgment Oh, how he loves me I've got a friend And he is my strength He is my portion With me in the valley With me in the fire With me in the storm Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. David Crowder, 
God really loves us. David Crowder from Texas. You know, Mike, I have a David Crowder story. By the way, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s of Hope. My name's Steve, hanging out with Mike. So thankful that you've joined us today. So my David Crowder story, you and I work at a Christian music festival called Kingdom Bound. Kingdom Bound Ministries, in, yeah. in, in upstate New York. It's actually at Six Flags Amusement Park. Yes, it is. Every year in July. It's coming up again this year. Hope to see you there. We will be there in full force, meaning 80s of Hope. And, you know, one of my roles there is, is I oversee uh, the main stage area, mm-hmm. the front of the house, and yeah. but but I was walking in the back to go to lunch, and I was taking Zachary with me, my middle son, okay. who at the time I think was about nine, and um, uh, David Crowder was walking off the stage, and Zach and I, I mean, we just like kind of ran into each other, bumped into each other, yeah, and I said. Hey, great set, David. Say, hey, you're welcome, man. That's cool. And glad you enjoyed it. And Zachary just looked at him, and Zach was only about, you know, <laughs> two and a half feet tall or okay. whatever it was. Yeah. And he looked at David Crowder and he says, I really like your your beard, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I and, love and, it. And David said, Do you want to pull it or touch it? Or did he, he did he really? He let Zachary yank on that beard. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 my son did so. Go go Zach. What a special guy. Yeah. Music great. His beard's awesome. And yeah. <laughs> look forward every time he comes to Kingdom yeah, Bound. Yeah, he does a great job. But anyways, hey, welcome back to Hope Reigns. Today we're talking about our missionary program. Eight Days of Hope partners with missionaries who serve Eight Days of Hope full time. I mean, they're available fifty two weeks a year to travel to our facilities in Mississippi, Buffalo, New York, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They travel to our safe houses where we build safe places for women rescued from trafficking. They go to disasters. Uh, They're going to be a part of the feeding ministry as we launch in 2023. But, Mike, up to this year, we had 15 missionaries, but we're adding to that number. 17. Actually, actually God's adding to that number. There you go. Yes. I believe. And today, our guest is a sweet couple, Irene and Charlie Casey. And um, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for uh, for hanging out for a little bit. Thank you for having us. It's great to be here. Well, guys, so let's go back. Um, you know, when was the first time you heard of Eight Days of Hope, and where was the first place you ever served? Well, I, I've, my uh, primary job was a truck driver, so, and I listened to AFR for, for years now, and always heard Hope Rings and thinking it would be such a wonderful thing to do, but, you know, Time went by and everything, and and after 2020, I found myself unemployed, and uh, we you was uh, recruiting for volunteers for the Laplace trip. Okay. So I asked my wife uh, if she. He came in the house and he asked me, "Hey." You want to go somewhere for our anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're thinking Hawaii or Florida or you know somewhere. Uh, I'm thinking this. Okay, I'm I'm game to go somewhere. I love oh. taking trips and and honestly, after serving in Laplace, I couldn't have asked for a better anniversary oh, trip because it's the best sweet. we ever had. Mm. Oh my gosh! So. This is the first time hearing that, and so we can go a lot of ways with this, Mike. We can have fun with this, right? Uh, you know, because a lot of us, you know, we we take our bride out to a nice mm-hmm. dinner, and you know, we go to a movie, or you know, we we take them overnight to a bed and breakfast, you know, whatever their love language is. But Charlie, you asked your bride to go on a missions trip for your anniversary. What and what 
how did the Holy Spirit move your heart to, to do something? I mean, I think that is so cool that you would do that. And even cooler, uh, Irene, that you said yes. Oh, she was all in. Um, she was she was ready to go. Hmm. So you came down to Laplace, Louisiana, and since then you've been elsewhere with Eight Days of Hope. Where did you travel in 2022 with Eight Days of Hope, um, Irene? And and what what trip what what trip was like your I don't know if you can have a favorite, but is there is there a memory or something about one of those trips that really stuck out in your mind uh, when you look back? Oh, definitely. Um, <clears throat> we first went to Laplace, and after Laplace, we were absolutely hooked. And we were like, oh, if we could just do this all the time. So then we went to eastern Kentucky. Oh, we went to Buffalo first. Sorry. Buffalo, then eastern Kentucky, then Florida, um, Sarasota. And then (laughs) Allie and I went to Lake Charles. Charlie had finals at the time. So we got to travel without him for once. And which was scary, but it turned out really, really good. Mm. But Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky. I'm going to try to say this without crying. Uh, It was my first rapid response. And it just, the, the depth of it touched my heart so much that I just, I couldn't stop. God worked miracles there. And then, of course, Eastern Kentucky, um, major epic flooding. Eight Days of Hope was there for, I think, about three weeks in, in some of the poorest parts of the country, let alone Kentucky. And, you know, God used you there, Irene. And, you know, you had mentioned you'd brought your daughter, Allie, to Lake Charles, who I believe is, what, is she about 16 years old? Oh, yes, she is definitely 16. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not going to chase that rabbit, I <laughs> no, promise you. Now. Um so really, you, you guys have been pretty much missionaries already in 2022, pretty much serving around the country. Charlie, you're driving truck down the road. You're listening to American Family Radio. You hear about Eight Days of Hope, and you say, hey, I need to be a part of that. When you look back at 2022, what's your number one memory serving with Eight Days of Hope? Excuse me. I, I believe that it was probably in Kentucky as well. I, I that was one of the first times that I felt that God really used me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something I prayed for for a long time. And, and uh, we we had a uh, a home that we were mucking out. It was for an elderly couple, and um, I was going in and out just carrying debris. It was a complete muck out, you know, and uh, so there was plenty of debris. And I was going in and out. And there was a homeowner next door, and they wasn't on our list to help. And there was about six houses in line there. And uh, I was just seeing him on his front porch, and you could tell he was just at his wit's end, you know. And uh, so I, I grabbed some water and went over just to, just to talk to him. And he... As I didn't know before, there was already a volunteer that went over and, and was praying with him and 
And uh, but he he got to tell me his story, and and uh, we just sat there and listened, and we prayed. And through that, God answered their prayers, and uh, we was able to get them on our our list uh, to help, along with their parents that live next door, and I think about two or three other houses on that street. And uh, ultimately, there was a salvation that came out mm. on that street, and Amen. just seeing the Holy Spirit work was just overwhelming for me. That's awesome. So, Charlie, you were doing some muckouts, and Irene, were you doing that with him, or what was what, what, what would you be doing when you went to the event? Yes, I was right there with him on every house. We, okay. I was usually pulling nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pulled a lot of nails. As a matter of fact, that was my birthday present this year. I asked for a nail puller, and that's what I got. Wait, you asked for a what? A nail puller. A nail puller. What's a nail puller? This one, and it was another missionary that showed me, but it actually, you can grab the paneling nails. You can. Oh, wow. It has, it has the fork on it, so you can you can pull regular nails. You can, it has a hammer on the end. It can do all of it, and it's, wow. a, I'm, I probably shouldn't name drop, but. <laughs> it's it's an amazing tool. No, no. Well, you know, Mike, we have like three and a half million dollars of tools, and, and and I didn't know we had that one. But if not, we need to get some. So, Irene, you're working right alongside your husband. That's what I love about the missionary program. That you know, there are many people in, who aren't part of the missionary program. Husbands and wives, grandparents and grandchildren working side by side. This really becomes a family ministry. And Charlie, now you and Irene, after praying about it. When, when did you know that you wanted to become full-time missionaries with Eight Days of Hope? Well, this was not something that was ever on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I truly believe that, the, you know, God puts in our, our desires when we really line ourselves up with Him. And He put this desire in our heart. It wasn't something that came from me. And, you know, when we went to La Paz, we were only scheduled to be there three days. And because we had to get back to our our, uh, our uh, normal life and everything. And you you asked everybody to pray about staying an extra day. And once we prayed, we we felt like the Holy Spirit told us, we're, we're staying the entire trip. We don't know what that looks like, but mm. we're going to do it. That's great. And... Mm. And when we, on the way home, that's all we could talk about was what if God could make this possible. But in my eyes, it didn't really seem possible, Hmm. the reality of it all. And sometimes God closes those doors and was able to open my eyes to it. And because a couple of weeks after that, Irene got a notice saying that her contract wasn't going to be renewed. And it was, it was like, okay, Lord, if this is what you're wanting us to, to do, show us. And he has been so faithful every step of the way. 
Steve Tiber and Mike Fiala talking with Charlie and Irene Casey. They're missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. If you just join us here on Hope Reigns, it's a weekly broadcast where we share God-sized stories from the mission field. And I know that, Charlie, you and Irene have seen some God-sized stories, but sometimes things happen in your family when you serve together. And I know you have a teenage daughter, and I have I still have a teenage daughter. I'm old, but I still have one, I promise you. <laughs> um, and so I know that uh, you know there, there's, there's ups and downs and curveballs, but when you step back and look at your time serving together as a family, what, what do you what do you hold on to? What you know what 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 brings you joy? What makes you smile when you guys serve together? Um, honestly, one of the biggest things is seeing Allie interact with the other families that that come to the rebuild because she's not always the most social person and she is when we're there and it just it does my heart good to see that first of all there's something about Allie your daughter and uh, I'm trying to remember the first time I met her but there there is a sweet spirit about her and I've seen her grow just a couple of times. I've been able to see her serving either in Laplace or Buffalo or in Lake Charles, but I've seen her grow too as a, as a follower and as, as, as a young person. And, and I really, I know she's quieter, but I see some leadership capabilities in her. And I don't know, it just, it's fun watching your kids grow in the Lord when they're out there serving. And I've said this a lot of times, Mike, on mm-hmm. this show. Sure. The best sermon I ever heard is the one I saw. You, just saw, yeah. you know, your daughter is seeing Jesus in action. She's mm-hmm. not reading about it. No one's telling right. her about it. She's seen it. And that's going to impact her. Irene, as a mom, I mean, that's got to make you, you know, feel... I know life's not perfect, right? Five teenage kids. I mean, I bet they're done that. But when you see God moving in your daughter's life, that's got to be exhilarating to you, Irene. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She she has grown a lot over just the last nine months. Um, and as far as the first time you saw her, she was probably. You, Stealing your ice cream or something. But. Yes, that's right. She's the one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that trip I only gained seven pounds because she stole the ice cream from me a couple of times, but uh, that's right. That's right. Um, so you're missionaries now, which means you have to raise your own support. That, that could be a little daunting and overwhelming, can it? Yes, definitely. That's, and I go, I have to really fall back on the Lord on this because my flesh really wants to look at the bank numbers, mm-hmm. you know, too, too much. And uh, I know because he has proven himself over and over that if the Lord has called us, he will provide. Hmm. Mike, I know we got to go for break, but mm-hmm. sometimes that's easier said than really oh, believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you lived it. Uh, I've lived it at times where, you know, we go home and we look at our wife and say, oh, I'm not going to be driving truck anymore, and uh, I think we need to do this. And there's kind of a still quietness, and, and, sure. and you know, and I'm very practical, too. I mean, numbers are numbers. I mean, how does it work? But there's a principle in God that when we, we, take, we take a step, we answer the call. And uh, he sees that. He sees our 
you know, concerns, and he takes care of us. And, you know, there's that scripture, if, if God would could take care of the birds, why is he not going to take care of you and I? That's right. And yet, you know, as providers, you know, providers if you're the if you're the sole, the chief provider of your family, like like I was for many years, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you're, you're going to say, hey, I'm going to leave, you know, I, I wasn't driving a truck, but I was helping lead a corporation, and you're like, okay, I'm going to leave the comforts of that. When you say, hey, I'm going to leave my truck driving job and the, and the benefits that come with it, mm-hmm. and Lord, I'm going to trust that you're going to provide the ram in the thicket when I go over the hill. Uh, it's easier said than done. But here we are, uh, Charlie and Irene. I know we have to go to, go to break. Well, let's do this. On the back side of the break, I want to I want to give our listeners a chance to pour into some missionaries with a gift. And, and we very seldom do this. But today, I'm going to ask you to consider not supporting Eight Days of Hope as a ministry, but it's supporting a missionary. And maybe it's the, the Casey's. I'm going to tell you how to do that when we come back from break. You listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day. And right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, Eight Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. When I look back, I can see that it's you met my needs every time. Every moment you were holding, even the smallest details of my life, and I can testify. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella hanging out with you this morning. Uh, today with us, we have Charlie and Irene Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, Casey, and they are missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. They're brand new missionaries. They both just left the comforts of what they knew to be true 
the way to provide to their family. Um, my friend Charlie, as a truck driver, now they're missionaries. They travel the country and they have to raise their own support. Mike, you've seen this happen time and time again. Someone mm-hmm. stepping out in faith mm-hmm. and God showing up. Absolutely. And that's, that is the biggest thing right there is to make that step. You know, I buzz phrased it here, say yes and you'll be blessed. But if you say yes and all the shakiness and the, the concern and the numbers and the word, you'll be blessed. And he will, he'll, he provides, he's calling you, he's going to take care of you. Eight Days of Hope, we have such a small staff. In fact, just to 18 months ago, there were four staff members. And, <laughs> yeah. and now, you know, we, we've doubled that, thank God, that you know, we've been able to do that. But one of the reasons why we can be in so many places, sometimes at the same time, is because of our volunteer leaders and, as importantly, the missionaries who are yes. leaders as well. And today, our guests, Charlie and Irene Casey, they're two missionaries. And today, you're listening, and you're like, you know what? I don't support any missionaries. I don't have a, a, a kid in the compassion program. I don't I don't have a missionary at church that I'm really connected with. But maybe you've been listening about eight days over a long time. You've never traveled this, maybe you've never even donated to us. That's okay. Hopefully you've prayed for us. But maybe today's the day that you can sow into the ministry of eight days old by supporting these missionaries, Charlie and Irene Casey. So Charlene, Charlie and Irene, you're taking a step of faith. You're, you're having to raise your own support. How do you raise your own support? I mean, where do you start? Well, that's a good question because we are brand new missionaries and we are just now learning the things that we need to be doing. And uh, we've already had some wonderful friends of our ministry step up and uh, we are so thankful for them. Mm. And we have a wonderful support group here and with our church and uh, a men's group that I'm part of, Men's Encounter. And they, they're just, we're still sort of trying to figure all that out. Sure. So you sure. Well, here's the good news, Charlie and Irene. This week, now, will you be in Tupelo this week? Yes. Oh, good. So here's the well, good well, Yes. At least one of you, right? We will both be there. Okay, okay. So later this week, Mike, uh, I'll be meeting with the missionaries, and we're going to brainstorm and talk about fundraising and raising monies. And that's you know great. that's important because you've got to have your bills paid. You got to have health insurance. You got to have sure. you know in, you know you got to have a car or a truck that works to get from place to place. But maybe today you're listening and you want to be a part of the Casey's journey. Become a monthly supporter. Go to our website eightdayshope.com. Click under who we are. And today here we are on January twenty first, the third week of the month. What a way to start the new year by picking a missionary. And you know, you're gonna see a picture of the Casey's, you'll see your bio, and you're gonna see a way that you can actually become a monthly partner. And Mike, it doesn't have to be a lot. Every little bit helps. It, it could be it really that does. this month we're gonna for we're gonna forego one lunch. Okay. Now Mike, when you and I go out and eat Mm-hmm. And, and Mike, you normally order a dessert or two. Um, <laughs> did I just tell on you? Or yeah, three? You did. Yeah. You know, just just one lunch yeah. could be forty, forty-five, fifty dollars. So mm-hmm. maybe for every month, you say, you know what? This month, I'm not going to have a lunch out. But this month, and 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 maybe for the next eleven months, I'm going to send fifty dollars a month mm-hmm. to help out the Casey's. See, some people think, well, that doesn't make a difference. Oh, no. But Mike, yes. we've seen it with the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. We've had kids come on our disaster trips, and they'll bring a piggy bank where they had a lemonade stand, mm. and they and they raised two dollars and sixty eight cents. 
along with that $50,000 gift that happens, you know, every other sure, year, right? Sure. I mean, it, it all works together. You ask a missionary, does $50 make a difference? <laughs> and they'll give you the right answer. That's a half a tank of gas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> half a tank. Yeah. So we're going to give them an opportunity today. So again, go to 8dayshope.com and become a monthly partner of the Casey's or pick out another missionary on that website and bare minimum pray for them. Pray for the Casey's as they launch mm-hmm. this brand new endeavor that uh, only God can orchestrate. What are you guys most nervous about moving forward, Irene? Um, probably just making sure that <clears throat> we get where we need to be because we want to be everywhere that Eight Days of Hope is. Mm. And we just really want to make sure that with inflation, we're able to do that. Sure. So that's finances. Yes. I mean, you know, and, 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 and that's right. okay. You know, five years ago, I left a corporate job that um, had me flying first class all the time, and <laughs> sure. and, and you know, leading a, a pretty you know good sized corporation, helping lead a good sized corporation, and 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 there's some unknown when you walk away from healthcare. Uh, and have to go to a different plan or, or, or a non-plan, sure. right, non-plan. For, for a period of time. But, but I'll tell you, and, and you guys have known me, I haven't lost any weight in the last five years, guys. <laughs> um, and, and my car still runs from point mm. A to point B, and my bills are paid, and that's only because of God. And so in a couple of minutes when we pray for you, we're not only going to pray a hedge of protection, but we're going to pray that God is Jehovah Jireh right. to the Casey families. You take a step in faith. Charlie's, we look forward to 2023. Disasters, safe houses, feeding arm. What arm are you drawn to most? I would say uh, the the safe house. I mean that ministry. We haven't got to be a part of it yet, but our hearts are just drawn to that because of sure. the need that is is, is is that is there, and uh, it just breaks my heart that there is a need for that. But um, but, but that and the the rapid response. Uh, okay. There is so much brokenness and and loss in in with with that ministry, and there's an opportunity to just love and serve people to the our greatest ability. And if I would say anything that we need as a family, we we just need prayer that we are sensitive to the Holy Spirit to and to be able to follow His lead and everything and be able to communicate how much he truly loves each one of us. Mm, that's good. Mm. Irene, what arm are you drawn to most? Mostly the Safe House Ministry. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty much right there with him. Uh, we've, we've served on Rapid Response, and that's definitely where some of the most intense stories come from i've i've heard some amazing things that just touch my heart and and as much as i don't want to see another natural disaster i am ready to go and serve as soon as there is one beautiful yeah and our rapid response arm listeners is the arm that goes the day after, two days after, three days after a tornado or hurricane, and we stay for weeks, not just eight days, but for weeks. You know, Mike, we were in Florida for three weeks in Sarasota, weeks, yeah. two weeks in Fort Myers, five weeks after the hurricane, mm-hmm. and 
you know, the amount of ministry that happens, and think about this, Mike, Hmm. you've lost everything. Your house is gone. You you don't live in a flood zone. And yet that once in a thousand year flood, like in Houston after Harvey, 330,000 homes flooded, 300,000 of those homes weren't in a flood zone. Hmm. You lose everything and you have no way to rebuild your home, let alone restart your life, and then the Casey show up. Oh my, yeah. And that's another it. volunteer shows up. That's and another volunteer shows up. Well, you're you're totally lost, confused, hurt, broken. What do I do now? Where do I go? How do I get help? Um, or you're you're living in your car if your car survives, <laughs> and then the Casey's come up and they offer you anywhere from well, love, food, and and help. It's just uh, very, very. That's what eight days of hope, and the Casey's are all about. Do, do us a favor. Let Allie know that we asked about her and um, tell her that uh, it was good seeing her in Lake Charles. And I know that I'm going to see you this next week down in Tupelo, so excited to, to kind of give you guys a hug as well. Any, um, Let's finish here. Let's give you a 30-second commercial. Uh, Charlie, we'll start with you. A 30-second commercial. Tell a listener why they, he or she, should come and serve with 8 Days Hope. What, what happens? Just... just be a talking commercial and try to convince someone to, uh, to, to, to take that step of faith. I, if you're looking to, to serve and be the hands and feet of Jesus, I promise you that you show up to eight days of hope. And you're not only fed well, but the Holy Spirit will fill you more than you can ever realize. Mm-hmm. Your cup will be overflowing, and the the amount of blessing that you're able to give to somebody else is is overwhelming. Thank you, Charlie. Irene, what about you? If you had to speak from your heart for thirty seconds to a maybe a, a listener out there, a you know forty year old single mom or a grandparent looking to do something with a grandchild, just speak to them on why they should join uh, up with 8 Days of Hope in 2023. Well, definitely if you if you have children and you have the opportunity to go to a rebuild, um, do it because kids today, they don't, they, they see everything that is technology and online and, and, they get to go and put their hands on something. I, I've seen some amazing patient people with Eight Days of Hope allowing the children to measure door frames and use screw guns and, and just be a part of everything. And they get to see the interaction between the homeowners and and it's, it's just amazing, and I couldn't ask for anything better for my kids. That is awesome. Talking to Charlie and Irene Casey, Missionaries with 8 Days Hope. Again, go to 8dayshope.com, click on who we are, click on missionaries. You'll see a picture of them and a little bit of their bio. And uh, again, excited uh, and praying that you today, the listeners, say, you know what? Maybe make a one-time gift. Just make a $100 gift and say, hey, we love you, Casey's. You know, go out and, 
and, um, and and know that people are praying for you around the country. But Mike, we're not going to let them go without praying for them. It's standard right. practice here, but sure. Mike, can you do that, please? I'll do that. Uh, Father, we're just so grateful. Our lives have been enriched just by listening to uh, Charlie and Irene's story, the call, the answer of that call. And God, all those that you've called, you're going to provide uh, physically, financially. Uh, thank you for Allie. She's called in this too. Yes, Lord. And, you know, just bless this family unit uh, with your presence, with your love, and just a security of knowing that you're going to provide all their needs and riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And thank you for using them in a powerful way to affect other people's lives. And we thank you for them answering the call in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. So, so we've been doing this three and a half years. We've, I've never done this, but, but, but I do want to say a real quick short prayer as well. Father, you're Jehovah Jireh. Yes. And Father, I've been there. Mm. You leave the comforts and the security of knowing what you have and what's coming in financially in your health care. And then you take a step. And it's a step of faith. Yes. And Father, many people have done that with the ministry of Eight Days Open and other ministries. And Lord, I just pray that you, Father, provide the resources mm-hmm. so they can go from point A to B to be able to take care of their vehicles, to be able to pay their dental bills and their housing bills and their feeding bills, Lord. Yes. Father, they're not getting paid, Lord. And now today I pray that somebody out there is listening and saying, Mm -hmm. you know what? I've never done this before, but I'm going to help a missionary and maybe make a one-time gift. Father, stir the hearts of people that are listening today Mm -hmm. to support financially the Casey family. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Two prayers for the price of one. you got to like that. All right. Hey, awesome. (laughs) Irene and uh, Charlie, I'll see you this week. Give Allie a hug as well. And, um, again, if you want to learn more about the Casey's or the missionary program, go to 8 Days Hope. But, guys, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you all. Thanks for having us. All right. God bless you guys. (laughs) Charlie Charlie and Irene Casey, missionaries with 8 Days Hope. Mike, we've literally got a minute and a half. (laughs) They have really taken a step of faith. Yes. And, and, I, and, I, and I know this, Mike. Mm. It's not that you're scared. You just you want to know right. that he's going to be there. And we know sure. that. We've sure. learned that. We're followers of Jesus. He's going to be there. But there's something. I mean, I, you know, I was the provider. You know, my wife, thankfully, was able to stay home for 20 years. Mm. But when I took that step, when others have taken that step, there's just that unknown Right, and it's a difference between the head and the heart. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, your head is thinking this, your head, but your heart—you got to follow that heart. And mm. Jesus is speaking to their hearts, and they—they they follow that. And yes. you, but you still wrestle wrestle with the head. <laughs> oh, I hope people come alongside them. Oh, they will. They, they, when I you hear a story like this, they—they they so. will. I hope so. Hey, I want to thank some of our national partners that serve with us, like New Point Community Church in Ohio. Love Pastor Dwight. Uh, actually, we're going to be working very closely with them and other churches in Ohio, building a safe house for children rescued from trafficking. More on that in a couple of weeks, but I want to give a shout out to New Point for uh, for being our partners. And some of the Christian music festivals, Mike, that will be back this year, they partner with us in a different way, but I think about Kingdom Bound and Life Fest, and uh, I think about Rise Fest out, out west with Rob, and, and, and just around the country and some of these artists like we are messengers and and ben fuller telling the world what god is doing through eight days of hope that's right thank you thank you thank Mm. you appreciate you guys so so much got a big week ahead 
Uh, we do. You know, it's still the we're kickoff of the new year, and uh, we're 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 following our hopes and dreams to make it. No, no, but we we do. We have a busy we family and stuff like going on too. So. I love it, love it. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling down to Mississippi to do our first training at the William C. Schumacher Family Foundation Training Center. So excited for that. So. I'll say a prayer for you as you as you uh, you take on the week and uh, yeah. sneak me in there once yeah, too. It's hard for me to answer that because I know you're double busy. You're, no, no, you're no, on no, a plane no, every no, other. No, no. We're all busy. We're we, all are, busy we, are. we are. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you yes. for the Casey's. Thank you for our friends at American Family Radio and WDCX. Father, we love you and we mm-hmm. trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey, thanks Amen. for joining today. I'm Steve Tiber. Mike Fiella is co-hosting and you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.